Welcome to The Leaders Who Care, a podcast powered by Dynamis Group. We are here to give the stage and support to those committed to create a positive and lasting impact, way beyond the profits and margins, the leaders of the world who care for others and serve a bigger purpose. Join us on the journey of creating a better, more caring world. And now to your host, Marian Timelkov. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to welcome uh, a great leader and a guest today uh, from the Nordic uh, nations. Ilma, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, It's a pleasure. Uh, I'm so excited uh, that you're able to make it. And uh, where are you today? Since you are working for the remote company, you can be anywhere. I can, but today I'm in Vilnius, in, in Lithuania, in the um, lockdown. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, amazing, not in the lockdown, but uh, <laughs> I always wanted to visit the Vil- Vilnius and uh, uh, really that part of the world. Um, yeah, it's ex- a great place to be. Uh, excellent. I hear so many uh, great things about um, Lithuania, but not only, you know, Litva, also Estonia is seems like you guys are forming up like a, a mini Silicon Valley over there. There's a lot of startups uh, going on and uh, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that uh, you guys can can do what you do and uh, be based uh, anywhere. But we are very excited to hear about the you, a remote company. And uh, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? So the remote company is a company that unites more than 100 people that are based in more than 30 countries. Wow. And, and we're working with different products like MailerLite, MailerCheck, MailerSend. Uh, soon we're going to launch a new product called Y-Code. Um, yeah, so we first and foremost, we are a remote company. And um, when we started hiring remotely, it was actually, I think, a breakthrough moment for us as a business, and it had a huge impact on our success. Amazing. Uh, and uh, Ilma, how long have you, well, tell us about you. How did you came to the remote company and establish it? Uh, just a few words about your journey. Well, my journey, it was, I don't know, some people might call it bumpy, but <laughs> for me, it was super logical. So yeah. I studied uh, economics. Uh, while studying, I was working in the banking and I spent there, I think, five or six years. Uh, when I got bored, I just went traveling in India. <laughs> wow. And, when, uh, and then I noticed what I'm doing when I don't have a plan. Uh, and what I've noticed is that quite often I end up being in an art gallery or in a museum. So this is how I moved to art business. And for several years, I had um, a company called Art Club, mm-hmm. where uh, I would invite international guests to talk about uh, international contemporary and collecting it. Um, and then we would go to different places around the world uh, to, I don't know, meet interesting people as well. Um, Then uh, from there, I started working with um, French collectors, a family that are collecting Chinese contemporary, and I was doing digital marketing for them. And Mm -hmm. at a certain point, uh, my partner, my life partner, Ignaz, said, you know, why not do marketing for our companies instead of uh, for someone else? So this is how I joined IT. 
And I'm here for, I think, eight years, maybe nine. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. What a, what a great kind of uh, story. And bringing your passion, bringing art into really, and, and this seems like that's an area of yours. Uh, how do you continue to follow this passion, you know, since you joined the remote company? I think I will always love art. And I think I'm saying that going to, especially to a contemporary art museum, it's like the easiest way to go out of your comfort zone, because mm -hmm. most probably going to be stuck with a lot of things that you have no idea about. So I love having dinners with business people and artists all together. Uh, and they really inspire me a lot because they are someone that really, um, they're really, um, they notice what's going on in the world. They are not afraid to talk about it. And they even do, you know, public exhibitions about that. So I think there's a lot of things that we can learn from them. Uh, so I used to bring uh, our team to, to museums and art galleries, art galleries here in, in Lithuania, in Vilnius. But since we're expanding globally, so we're thinking how to incorporate creativity into our culture. So I think for the last year or two, we have creative days. So it's a free paid day, once a quarter, that you can take whatever you want. Uh, and you should go explore and do something for the first time. You might go to an art gallery, to a museum, you might draw, you might, I don't know, do something, whatever it is. Uh, and then we all share that on Slack channel. So um, I'm really surprised and really proud to see how creative my, our team is. And going to art galleries like the least creative you can get. People are doing amazing stuff. So I think um, making a habit that you're experiencing something for the first time constantly, I think it's good for both, you know, art world and, and business as well. You know, this is super exciting and, and what a uh, great initiative. Tell me more about the creative days. How did it all start? And, uh, you know, this is a, a truly intersection between business and, and art, you know, where you can get, uh, you know, one of the most successful periods in, of course, in history is the Renaissance. And the Renaissance is when a lot of um, diverse, multi um multi-dimensional uh, experts came together uh, and actually created. Uh, and that's when a lot of great things happen. So bringing this kind of intersection between um, expertise and what it's art, what it's business, um, is actually, uh, the future is very much in the multidisciplinary knowledge. So what you're doing is cutting edge, really innovative. Um, but uh, I'm just super excited to, to hear how did you start this initiative and what, what is your recommendation for other companies that are starting out or growing? Is that something that they could, uh, you recommend to deploy or, you know, what are the effects of it in, in your business? Well, I think it started just with my personal values, you know, with the things that I believe because creativity is not just art, you know, creating new products is creativity as well. You know, sometimes just, having a work, uh, walk and, and choosing a different path uh, every time you have a work. It's creativity as well in a way, right? So um, it started just with us having our own values because when you set up a value, it's not just you, you have to walk the talk. And, uh, mm. and I think it started, 
it's, it's really good to start with knowing yourself. And, and I think um, leadership starts with having, you know, set up your own value system, uh, having your strong spine and you know what you, uh, how you want to work and, and what your whys are. So it doesn't have to be creativity for somebody. Maybe it's, I don't know, something else that they're passionate about and that they believe in. So it's, uh, but I, I, I do think that having that um, um, ability to see like bigger range of things really helps just, you know, these connecting dots in a very unique way. So uh, this is what we have chosen for us. So, and it's really easy. We just said that once a quarter, everybody has a free day. Uh, it's not, you know, it's, it's up to you if you, if you take it or not. Mm -hmm. um, and it's totally up to you what you want to do, because when we're thinking what kind of perks we want to kind of give to our team, uh, we understood that we are really limited because we are working remotely, so we can't give things, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, and at the same time, I think there's no point to say what you have to do to be creative or to say what you have to do in order to recharge. For example, I meditate and read a lot, but it doesn't mean that everybody needs that. Some maybe need, you know, having, uh, I don't know, going to the gym in the middle of the day, you know? So I think we just, this is why we just gave a day and it's up to them what they do and how they spend it. Uh, but I think what really um, works great is that they're sharing that on Slack so it means that's kind of it becomes contagious that everybody's thinking what they could be doing you know so recently a colleague of mine she just uh bought a huge lego set <laughs> of bonsai tree <laughs> and and made it throughout the day so i think some of them they're spending day with uh with the children cooking or reading books that you just don't have time for so i think whatever works and uh, I think it's even you might give tools, but I think it's really important to give freedom how people are going to use them. Amazing. I, I love that. We, while we're talking about it, it's super interesting. And I think this is what a great way. Uh, I certainly will take a note of that and uh, um, happily think of how we could spread this more because it looks like this is uh, really making a difference and how we can serve and help others. We have a question, uh, Elma, here from uh, Stoyan, obviously, he's been very excited uh, to uh, know you and, and also ask a question. Uh, knowing you a bit, uh, I'm impressed by your focus on building a really mindful and healthy culture. What would be your top three tips for leaders to start practicing care for their employees and building a thriving workplace? Um. I think it, it starts with really simple things. For example, uh, to ask how you are, you know, and listen. Uh, and I remember, I mean, when we used to go to the offices, right? So every mon Monday morning, everybody would ask, how are you doing and how was your weekend? Uh, but quite often, people won't go deeper with it. Mm -hmm. So I think for every manager and every leader, it's a must not just to ask, uh, but to listen, and I think people should have a, a safe space where they know that they can come and um, say anything they have. It might be, you know, an idea. Uh, it might be a complaint. It might be something personal because, you know, we can't, you know, work in life. They do interconnect. 
And uh, as a leader, you have to know how your team is doing and what motivates them, because this is the things that are changing. So I think it's really important to truly know your team. And another thing, it's really, it's really important to know yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, here at the remote company, we have everyone, everyone has uh, a document that is called how to work with me. Oh, and, and we all wrote down you know, who we are and how we work. For example, I'm the one uh, that is, I'm the person that is full of ideas and it's totally normal for me to write an idea on Slack for my team members in the middle of the night or on the weekends. But I don't expect them to answer that. I'm writing that down because I just don't want to forget it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and, and saying that aloud and, and writing that down really helps for them to feel okay <laughs> that they got the message and they will reply only on, on, on Monday morning. So I think it's really good for you, even you know, personal to understand how you work and how you how you are the like the most productive. For example, we always ask people to have um, throughout the day to have at least several hours when they have, when they're doing deep work, when they are like in the flow. And this is what they mentioned on Slack channel saying that I'm doing deep work. So I think um, it starts with you knowing you, then um, um, celebrating differences and knowing your team and talking about it. Um, and then just, you know, trusting and respecting people and their time. Amazing. Wow. I've, I've basically summarized a few great ideas that you have shared with us. And I haven't heard this before, but I love the document, How to Work With Me. I think it's going to make us so much, uh, <laughs> so much kind of uh, goodness because you're right, especially, you know, that will also help you discover even how you like to work. What is the best way to work with you? It will help you further develop. I love the creativity days and I love obviously what you just said, you know, actually uh, listen and be, uh, go, when you ask how are you, don't just uh, say it for the, you know, kind of a, as a politeness, uh, but actually really uh, listen and mean it. Um, in, yeah, in, so in one that. more thing about that, how are you, is that uh, we are doing that uh, in written communication. We don't ask, we write, and uh, we are using 15.5 app for, for that. So every single month, people would answer how they're doing, if they are proud of something, if they're struggling with something, if they need any help. And, um, and I was really surprised to see that the written format is working really well. Uh, because people know that they're going to do that every single month so they can, you know, think about it in advance. And when we are not just talking, but writing that down, it's really different because we have a bit less emotions. Mm -hmm. We can delete things. We can think what words we want to use. Um, so I think um, written communication is something that is... Um, it's really important for us because we are the remote company. We're working in 14 different time zones. So we are obviously working asynchronously. Um, but written communication is something that really works with most of the people in general. Um, because it doesn't matter if you're extroverted or introverted. Uh, you can th write things down. Absolutely. And, and it's up to you how much time you're going to take with it. 
So I think uh, that may be just another advice, just try out written communication and see how it goes because it, it's kind of, you know, it's almost like a diary, you know, usually yeah. we write diaries, we don't talk diaries. And do you say you use specific app for this or is there any tool that you use internally? We are using 15.5, but I think anything could help, you know, I think any kind of space where people know that they come, can come and say, and, uh, and I think it's really important not just to, to write things down, but to know that your leader will react to that and they're going to give feedback for you. So we ask everyone to give feedback that is bigger than just, you know, you did a great job. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. What a great idea. This is truly an initiatives that you guys do. Uh, I think you're right. The world is moving so fast. And I think what I notice and what a lot of leaders may not realize that in the next, the, the, the world will change profoundly. It's changing as we speak in the next two to three years, not even in the next 10 to 15 we're moving at a very fast pace. Probably very few companies outside Silicon Valley will comprehend that, how fast we're moving and changing. And this kind of initiatives, just sharing these kind of tips uh, is a form of care as well. And, and look, at uh, I'm really uh, pleased to hear that you've deployed and this is working well for, for the remote company, Oma. I mean, what about you? How do you take care of yourself? <laughs> Tell me about, obviously, your personal care. I have a list of 10 things that makes, uh, uh, that make me happy. Yeah. So throughout the day, if I feel, I don't know, that I have less energy or something, I just do one of these things. So I think that one of the mm -hmm. things that I do mostly is just go for a walk. For me, somehow it's it just, uh, this is how I think. This is how I came up with ideas. So I walk at least an hour a day. Um, if I don't have time to walk, <laughs> I, I meditate uh, and um, yeah, I think, I think it's really, really important to take care of yourself as well and yeah. especially to know what works for you because it's different, you know. Uh, I'm not, let's say, the fan of sports. Uh, I prefer, you know, to dance. <laughs> but it's just, you know, if we know ourselves, I think it's much more easier to work with, uh, you know, um, any adults that are really kind of consciously <laughs> uh, know how um, how they can recharge. So, no, yeah. I love it. It's just you're right. It's so different. What else do you do? I'm very curious about the, your ten things. You know, if you can share some more of it, it's going to help a lot. You know, you know what? Just to comment on the walk first. Uh, you you are not the first one to mention that. And actually, a great CEO also mentioned that when he has a great problem or a challenge to solve. He just goes for a long walk for an yeah. hour or so. And uh, as you walk around, first of all, you take care of your body. Um, also, especially if it's in a park or nature, you detox. Uh, it's amazing to realize the natural noises, how much they help you recharge because even light, uh, noise of cars in the city, it's a, it's a pollution that we don't necessarily realize. But when you go for this walk, when you kind of have this moment to yourself, uh, it just moves the blood, moves the body, and also the, the oxygen comes in and really helps you a lot. So, um, you know, it is really one of the great ways, just as simple as that, take care yeah. by finding time to walk. 
and and that is there anything else you mentioned dancing meditating I, I love it it's just a lot of great the simple things when you are here now and present you know just you know even cooking cooking is yeah. kind of meditating because if you are like cutting you know something you have to be here now right uh, it's the same with you know playing with your kid it's something that you you know it's different it's it's playful you laugh and you are like here with you know with someone you love so um and i think life is really kind of you know i used to travel a lot so that would be kind of easy way to recharge um, um but right now i'm discovering more and more like you know things that are like inside me you know happiness is like it, it's actually it's up to me how i feel you know yeah absolutely <laughs> so it's i just have to be like really conscious to, to to notice when i'm getting tired when i'm not you know not having energy enough just to notice these tiny things and not to wait until like you know i'm exhausted um yeah amazing and even if, even with a walk like i never walk the same route every time i'm walking the different route and it means that every time I'm surprised because I'm like entering different streets and different yards. And, uh, and quite often I'm having giving meetings while walking. So I have these wow. online walking meetings uh, because I think when we walk, we are thinking a bit differently because I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> I'm Agreed. sure there's a reason for that. So um, yeah, so especially if, if it's like um, a hard talk, Mm -hmm. I prefer to have that uh, walking. Amazing. We have one more question from Stella here about the work-life balance. And uh, you say, what are your thoughts on the work-life balance? How do you personally manage to unplug and separate your professional duties from personal life and, and hobbies, especially when you have a, your life partner as well as business partner, as, and, and especially in times of global uh, pandemic? I, I don't think we separate. I think we are living and breathing uh, our business every single day. But it's something that we are super passionate about. And I don't mind talking about new products and new ideas and more creative ways to, to grow our company during the dinner. <laughs> so I'm totally fine with it. Um, but at the same time, as I said, we are really consciously um, uh, noticing how we are feeling um, and it might be even, you know, connected with some, I don't know, inner limitation or fears or stories that we tell ourselves. So, uh, um, but we don't do anything, you know, special. We don't have that rule that after six, you don't open your laptop, especially right now. I think in the lockdown, having a, a job that you love really helps. <laughs> Amazing. Great. Well, you're right. You know, it's about... Um, being passionate about uh, the things that are important to you and find what they are. And, and it's, it's about life balance, not so much about work-life balance. And you're right. It's up to you to know when you are not uh, feeling well and to know, like you have a list of things that recharges you, to know how to recharge yourself, to do it so you can give back more to your family, to your business, to everything you do. And you're right, nobody, I mean, people can help you and stimulate you from the outside, but it cannot be replaced by the deeper feeling of uh, content and, and happiness. So uh, thank you for sharing that. We have another question here, and this is to do with um, what would be your advice from here, Maria? Thank you for this question. What would be your advice on how to build self-confidence as a female leader? 
I wonder if there's any difference between female leader or male leader. <laughs> We're all different personalities, and I think it's it's good to know yourself, you know. And we, I think, the leaders they they are different, you know, and um, and you have to accept that. I think there's no point to follow follow somebody and be like somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it's much more important to look at the mirror and to be really like you know to understand who you are you know what kind of you know um traits m makes you a leader what kind of leader you are and you know even with our company uh we are doing personality tests so that people could have vocabulary to use to understand who they are and how they communicate so uh so recently we did a test disc test test so for this example disc yeah so so, for example, I'm the one with a letter I, and it's an impact. So I'm really passionate about building communities and making an impact and, you know, connecting people for one purpose. But then we have leaders with D that is dominant, you know, and they want to be the first and they want to go forward. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have, you know, S leaders who are, I think, more analytic. And it's totally fine. I think it's, we have to understand that we need everybody to, to be in the team because uh, leaders just it's not just one person it's just it's your team so know yourself and then surround with people who are different I love it you know this is such a great idea I think it's so consistent to find out who you are and help people self-discover because often they don't know what they are or who they really are or and that's all right you're discovering and you may evolve um, and also it's about who you want to be as well. And this is another conscious effort that you may want to develop or grow into. And uh, starting with that and, you know, really going to some of the, the way to work with me, I just love that one. It's just like this is such a great uh, uh, kind of a idea on this. And you're right. Um, knowing who you are is going to give you the confidence. So this is the, I guess, and the answer to you, Maria, and, and I could not really uh, have said it better. Um, Start with you. Find out who you really are, and uh, that will give you the confidence because we know what your strengths, what your weaknesses are, and you, what your passions are. And when you unite, bring the strengths and passions, then something magical happens. Excellent. Well, um, now, what about? At this moment in time, Wilma, you've done a lot, you've seen a lot, you're very accomplished and successful. Um, you're very young as well in your, obviously, just looking at uh, the longest living man, 111, you're probably not even, you know, in the first uh, uh, third of that, <laughs> you know, in, in, of life. Um, what excites you at this moment in time? What do you feel really excited about? the next steps? Uh, I'm, I was really curious in 2020, seeing that global experiment. Uh, and I think we all learned a lot. And right now I'm really excited what's going on in the world. And I'm really excited because it's like global movements. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm really excited about the remote company and the mission we have. We, uh, we want to show that um, having a multicultural um, team and higher talented people from all over the world, it's, it's, a, it's a great um, way to build success and build business. So we want to enable 
um, people from wh wherever they are to 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 be able to join amazing companies or to be able to create any business they want. So this is like all our products that we have, the SaaS apps, mm -hmm. uh, and they're meant for small and medium businesses to uh, do a lot of stuff and and you know create their own business and um, make their passion true or their um, dream come true as um, and yeah and just I think it's just it's connected with that love my job thing building so, more spreading more I guess in that and you you said something very interesting here because we had an interview with a great leader and uh, I mentioned to you in our previous call the, the CEO of Logitech and he said one thing that he is really passionate about is um, that kind of diversity and, and access, you know, equal access to as many people as possible because the more diverse your company is, the more successful it is. That's a correlation of what uh, he shared and, and you're also a living example of that, uh, of this success. So, uh, uh, maybe it's a good idea to encourage more companies to take that next step and, and uh, bold move and diversify their companies with talent from all over the world. Yeah, so because there's like no place where the most talented people live, they live all over the place. And, um, and for us, we can see that just because we are so different, we have really different uh, cultural and, and uh, professional backgrounds. It means that um, we are much more open-minded and we express ourselves more um, versus we would be, you know, just Lithuanians in one company that's supposed to have similar opinions. So I think, have, and, and it really helps to have less blind spots and uh, build business globally. How do you guys, it's another question that is getting very passionate here. How do you guys hire and to ensure there is uh, the right the right culture of it? Uh, we are really straightforward and we really communicate a lot what kind of culture we have. So on our website, you might find our values. You would find a lot of blog posts, how we live and how we work and what we believe in. And then uh, we are really eager to hire people that are motivated already because I think motivation is something that you just can't, can't put inside the person. Uh, so um, for the last five years, I think, we are asking people to create a newsletter using MailerLite about themselves. So this is how we see if they're motivated enough to go that extra step to apply. Uh, this is how we see how if they are like able to express themselves in writing. Um, yeah, and you know, just because it's an extra effort, it means people usually they do read a lot before they decide to create a newsletter. And even though it's like a strange concept and strange hiring process, uh, I'm happy to say that our acceptance rate is 1.5 percent. Uh, and it's, it's a proof that talented people, they love challenges and people and, and the world is full of motivated people who, who wants to join um, remote companies. When you say 1.5%, what do you mean? Is it the, the kind of selection is 1.5% or? This is how many people we uh, select from the whole bunch of applications from the newsletters. Wow. So basically on every 100, 
you get one and a half. Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, the, the half one, we can go with the next one. <laughs> we can make a, a, a whole an impressive. And you said to create a newsletter uh, for themselves. What do you mean by this? You ask them to see how they see themselves in the next five years or, or what, what exactly is the newsletter about? Uh, so we are asking why they want to join our team. Um, I mean, it depends on the role a bit, you know. Uh, we are asking uh, how they imagine themselves and how they can help our team to grow or our company to grow. Uh, so it's, it's, it, it depends sometimes, you know. But why is like the main question. We always ask that because I think it's, it's important to to get people who knows why they want to join us instead of just getting people who are just looking for any kind of job. Amazing. Well, um, another great, uh, great advice here. What a, in, you've seen a lot and you've been a lot in probably also had a number of challenging situations too. You, know, you mentioned a bumpy ride in the beginning. Um, is there, was there a, a situation when your care was put to the test. Was there a situation where you were in a difficult moment where you had to choose? Um... Mm -hmm. So, okay, so maybe I think saying goodbyes is a difficult moment for sure, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and we are the remote company, so it means we we work from home on for wherever it is. But then, before 2020, we used to have um, meetings. So twice a year, we would meet somewhere around the world. In the summertime, we would be, meet here in Lithuania. Mm -hmm. In the wintertime, we would go to Azores, Miami, Panama, whatever. So when we did the vacation, as we call it, for the first time, uh, we decided to, to, to bring the whole team to Bali. So we rented a huge house, and at the time it was like 20 of us. And we moved with our family and with our kid there as well. Uh, it was a fun experience, but before that, it was the first time when I realized that probably we were not hiring um, people who were like really cultural fit for us. Because some of the people, uh, when I ask myself a question, do I want to live with these people? And do I want my kid to live with them and to see their behavior or their language <laughs> or whatever it is? Uh, in some of the cases, it, it was no. Uh, so I still have that question every time we're hiring somebody. Do you want to live with that person or do you want to travel with that person? Because it really shows the cultural fit uh, and it's better to ask that question before hiring instead of hiring the most talented person that is not cultural fit in, in your team. Uh, another obstacle was uh, that for several years, um, I didn't notice that I had inner limitations and inner fears in my head that reflected on the business because I'm really good at... Um, uh, collecting arguments for anything. <laughs> so, um, but it took me some years to understand that some of the things uh, that we are saying aloud uh, were really connected with some limitations. And it was really connected why we didn't want to grow as a company. So for 
five years, maybe we were a company of 20 people and I would have a lot of arguments why. But the truth was that I was just too afraid <laughs> to become big or I had a lot of stereotypes what corporation is and how bad it is to become corporation. So I think we all have these inner stories and it's really good to, it's, it's good to dig them down <laughs> because it's gonna be a reflection uh, on your business and on the team as well. No, this is really helpful. Um, and uh, how did you overcome them? Because you're clearly five times bigger. <laughs> and and an another question I have, some people will say, do you really have to ask this question? Do I want to live with these people or, or travel with these people? Uh, because I know it's so dear to you. It's like a family in a way. And I know exactly what you mean. Or, um, you know, do I want to hire someone who's very talented who can do the job, but I don't have to live with this person in that sense. So some people may have a very strong opinion that you don't live with people who you work with um, in, in that sense. So what are your thoughts on this? I don't know. For us personally, it really helped. And I think I feel more like a family right now than I felt as a family seven years ago. We went to Bali. <laughs> Uh, and it's really connected with just, it's much, much more easier to work when you have people who believe in the same things. And it's much more easier to go forward with them. It doesn't mean that like the, they are the same. We still have really different personalities and, and so on. Um, but I think it just helps. And um, in general. I see. It's the, what you're basically saying, because the, the success for you is in the diversity, because you have 34 countries and nations working in, in the company for uh, just over 100 people. But what you're saying is uh, this is the, the value, the differences. But at the same time, what you're saying, the values, uh, sharing common values are important in order to, to kind of we don't just hire people and change them. We just hire good people. I guess that's. That is what you are referring to because certain behaviors, certain things that you don't see as a um, sharing a value of the company is, is, of course, something that you may not want to have because that can spread. I mean, and it's like, you know, every values, it's not that our values are better than somebody else, you know. For yeah. example, some, some companies are really like competitive. We are not. So if you're like really competitive as personality, I think it's much more better to go somewhere with going to be really like, you know, a place for you mm -hmm. to be. So it's not, you know, something that is good or bad. It's just, I think it's easier to know. Um, it's, even for people, it's much more easier to know where the, what company they want to join when they know how they're working and what they stand for. So I think it's, 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 it's just like that. And, uh, and for me personally, uh, I was going to um, therapy for several years just to overcome these you know, fears and limits of myself. <laughs> well, Stan, I just had a question here. Uh, what helped you make the leap and scale the company in that sense? Yeah, just knowing myself and, you know, and, and having uh, people around that ask these difficult questions. Um, it really helped. And I think uh, this is what we're doing with our leaders as well. Um, so we have budgets for personal development and quite a lot of leaders, they're using them for uh, going to, to therapy, therapy, you know, and uh, um, because you do need to have like st strong spine uh, to, to lead. 
I love that as well, helping people grow and uh, personal development budgets. What a great uh, initiative as well. Uh, and, and I love that you say, you know, some use it for therapy, other will use it for other courses, but the whole point is to develop and grow out of either fear or, or, or advance uh, your skills in, in a field, in an area that you, you feel passionate about. Exactly. Amazing. Well, finally, there's a lot more questions, of course, but uh, what is your, um, what do you think you know, we could do to spread the care culture? What is uh, your take or advice to our audience? I think it's, it's totally fine to be selfish, you know, and to understand that uh, first, if you're building business, you won't be able to do that on your own. Most probably you're going to need a team of people. And it really pays off in long term to take care of your team because they are your, you know, marketing. <laughs> they are the ones who are going to be helping you building products, uh, projects, whatever it is. They are the ones who are going to help you hire more talented people. So you can just look at it from a selfish point of view. Take care of your team so that you, they could take care of your customers and this is how you're going to be it's, that's, so, that's so controversial <laughs> it's totally fine to be selfish on the leaders who care like you know very interesting it's sparking a discussion so so i'm sure you made it from that perspective by taking care of yourself and your team you can do more good i'm sure you mean it in that way tell me yeah what is how did it work for you because it's an interesting observation it is, you know, in a way that, you know, um, for example, I'm really happy when I see how creative and how independent our team is and how many things they are going to come up with instead of spending my time micromanaging. So it is, you can say it's a bit selfish in a way that you trust people, you hire the most talented people, and sometimes we can just watch the result and you don't even have to you know uh, do much about it if you set up the, the whole culture and the whole business around that so i think um it always pays off to take care of 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 your team and, and of your people and uh, and and as i mentioned they are really small things just you know know yourself know your team ask how are you you know build trust and respect them but that's not selfish. I, mean, I don't understand what you mean. I thought that it's fine. <laughs> selfish in a way that you know that I'm not on my own and I can, you know, I can sleep soundly. <laughs> I don't have an issue that, I don't know, people are leaving our team. Uh, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm saying, you know, if somebody is not doing that, this is how I want to invite them to think because this is something that is really connected with long-term value. Absolutely. Acceptance in what you're saying. And, and, and you're right. In fact, you can look at it, um, you know, someone else said to me, by taking care more of your team or yourself, um, in a way, it, you take care of yourself. So I, I see what you mean in, in by saying that. It pays off in a, in a big way. So you could uh, also, uh, you know, kind of uh, share it this way. And, what, you know, we can encourage people to try. Try out, guys, <laughs> you know. Uh, there's not much to lose, a lot to gain. For sure, for sure. <laughs> in, in that. And look, I'm very excited to hear and, and see your, because I can see you excited about the future, the movements that are happening in the world. We know a lot of 
things are happening right now. Um, and this, for some people, they see a lot of uncertainty and fear. But what is your take on really your vision for a better future in a, in a kind of a small scale, short term, mid term and more long term? How do you see the world? So I think in 2020, we were just reminded that uh, there's no status quo as, as such, you know. So evolution is inevitable and it's something that happens every single day. We have to accept that and we have to accept that change is going to happen. And I think it's much more fun to be a change and to create a change. So this is what I want to invite everybody to do. Instead of just sitting and waiting for the change, let's do something about it. Let's change something. <laughs> Take part of it. Uh, I, <laughs> I always say to people, before you try attempt to change the world, um, first of all, as you said, find out who you are and maybe change your own world first. <laughs> yes. Because the world is a living organism and is perfect as it is. It doesn't need to be changed. It can be um, improved or served or contributed better. But as you say, start with yourself and, and, and your team. Um, what about in midterm? What what do you see uh, uh, for you know better world? What, what when you close your eyes, what do you see about the future, uh, more mid and long term? Uh, as I said, I'm 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 happy to see that we have more global movements that are not just local ones, and uh, I think as humanity we are united as never before because we we all have the same challenges. And I hope that there's going to be a lot of improvements, let's say, in education, because right now mm -hmm. we have internet and, and online learning. And uh, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really, I see the future really bright in a way that all together uh, we can come up with a lot of ideas what could be done to, to improve the world and, and um, for the better. Well, you shared some already, and that was this is a great way and you know of caring, giving back to share what you guys do and what served you. And you are, I'm grateful and thankful for sharing your story and, and being really in a way vulnerable and sharing what you'd had to do and overcome your own fears to be able to help and scale the business. Um, and uh, how, because since you, you mentioned to me, and I know that you have your a life partner and a business partner and a family partner you know it's a lot of um, people and you know maybe in this situation maybe not but they have certain beliefs how does it work for you guys you know uh, in, in your relationship and how many years have you been together and, and is that affecting you in any way um, business and, and personal life I mean, I mean, for us, it, I'm not sure if it was intentionally, it just happened and uh, that uh, we are working right now together. But at the same time, we are taking care of really different, you know, um, different fields. I'm mm -hmm. more like people person and Ignax is taking care of all the products that we're developing. Um, yeah, so it's like it's, it's, it's all connected and it's just our lives. And um, yeah, we know each other for, I don't know, almost 20 years. <laughs> so Amazing. it really helps, you know, because we know each other. But at the same time, I think we have we both have growth mindset. Yeah. So it, it's a journey. It's, it's like a lot of experiences and it's almost like, you know, traveling together. You experience so much more new stuff. 
uh, together and it really helps um, us connect as, as a couple. Well, any advice for uh, families or, or, or businesses, you know, that, that are in the same position, you know, that, that share business and family? I think it's really important to talk and to listen and to yeah. understand. So just simple things, they work. <laughs> talk, listen, understand and, and have a vision together, as you said, yeah. you know, share yeah. that vision and, and travel as much and as possible. Yeah, and dream together. Just dream together. <laughs> I love it. Travel, dream, listen, talk to each other, respect each other, and uh, amazing. Well, what can I say? Uh, it's been uh, amazing, awesome to have you, Elma, and share, because you are the future in many ways. You're inspiring so many, and it's great to see a, a successful, accomplished, really, leader at this uh, age, but also has longevity. It's not just been one or two years but in the last 20 years, so you've been, you've built uh, something exceptional and I wish you um, uh, every success and, and to um, be passionate um, and have an extraordinary life in every category that you, you want to have <laughs> because we're all different. And um, once again, any final words for, for our listeners? It's been really a great uh, kind of a uh, lot of insights you've shared, a, a great podcast. Um, anything else that you wanted to share and, and say to, to our audience? Yeah, just continue dreaming and don't forget to be in the present. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Find out more about the leaders who care across the main social media channels and help us spread the care culture in your own community, first by taking care of yourself and then of others around you. It all starts with one person, one act of kindness. What is one thing you can do today to make your environment better? Stay inspired and stay caring. See you next time.